This is it. The putt to win the tournament. If you sink it, the championship is yours. But on your backswing, your hat falls over your eyes. Is this how you're running your business? Poor visibility because you're still relying on spreadsheets and outdated finance software? To see the full picture, you need to upgrade to NetSuite by Oracle. NetSuite is the number one cloud financial system to power your growth. With visibility and control of your financials, inventory, HR, planning, budget, and more, NetSuite is everything you need to grow, all in one place. With NetSuite, you can automate your processes and close your books in no time while staying well ahead of your competition. 93% of surveyed businesses increased their visibility and control after upgrading to NetSuite. Over 27,000 businesses already use NetSuite. And right now, through the end of the year, NetSuite is offering a one-of-a-kind financing program to those ready to upgrade at NetSuite.com slash C-Suite. Head to NetSuite.com slash C-Suite for special end-of-year financing on the number one financial system for growing businesses. NetSuite.com slash C-Suite. This is E-Factor Radio, created by entrepreneurs for entrepreneurs. And now here's your host, David Wolf. Welcome to E-Factor Radio. In this edition, we're joined by Raul Davis. He's the CEO of Ascendant Strategy. The company focuses on CEO branding and development to help business leaders gain increased visibility in the marketplace they operate. Joining us on the line from Philadelphia this morning is Raul Davis. Raul, welcome to E-Factor. Good morning. Thanks for having me. What do you find most business leaders tend to, we'll say, underestimate about the power of of personal branding? Well, I think a lot of them end up thinking that it's something selfish that doesn't benefit their company, but we find the opposite effect. When you think about individuals like Donald Trump and Richard Branson, people are doing business with their companies because of their own brands. And so a personal brand, or as we like to call it, the CEO brand of the leader of a company can be a really powerful tool in terms of building revenue for the company. And I think most people don't make that connection. And about that connection, we've lived in a world for years, everything has a brand, from Coke to McDonald's down on to smaller companies. Branding is something we focus on. Is the work you're doing more or less a shift or a way of personalizing that brand experience for a consumer or a customer? It absolutely is. It's about giving it a face because what we see now these days is that people want to have an emotional connection to the brands that they're invested in. And so one of the things in terms of if you're investing in a company or if you're using in a product, if you have a trust level with the executives of that corporation and you feel like they are people of integrity and we're putting out a good product, then that is going to give you a higher comfort level. And there's data to support that. Burston and Mastler, a PR company, uh, found that up to 95% of individuals thought it was an influential in their decision in terms of looking at the executive leadership for a company, whether or not they were going to invest in the company stock. When you're working with a company, Raul, do you, do you actually consider the overarching brand as you develop the persona brand of a CEO or business leader? Absolutely, you have to, because one of the things about doing this sort of work is that you're doing it to benefit the company, and so you're leveraging that CEO's brand, so there's definitely a connection. You're drawing out the best of that person's personal characteristics and mapping it back to the company, and all the messaging flows within the vision and mission of the company. 
I wanted to reel back a little bit to the entrepreneurial ex, uh, perspective. Raul Davis, how did you originally become interested or what led you to creating the company that you now uh, have, Ascendant Strategy, to do this work? Well, you know, it's really interesting. It, it isn't something I planned. I was in graduate school at the time at, at University of Delaware and working part-time for a speaker's bureau out of L.A. when two of the clients came to me and said, hey, Raul, why don't you start your own company and we'll be your clients? And I was 25 at the time. I didn't know what I was getting myself into. So I said, <laughs> And I'm, and I'm happy I made that decision. There's been many bumps and bruises as there are in all entrepreneurial journeys, but I'm happy that I made that decision. When you first meet with a CEO to get into this process, to engage them in the brand building of their persona, where do you start? We start with finding out what the pain points have been in terms of visibility for her company and for themselves. And we also have to begin with educating them on why CEO branding may be a good solution for them. And a lot of that is about looking at the the importance of grassroots marketing. I mean, we all know about advertising and and traditional marketing, but what we find is that if someone has organically been exposed to you, that when you do that advertising spend, that media buy, your message is going to stick with them better. And so we really have to educate them on the importance of grassroots marketing, which CEO branding is, and really sort of show that connection in terms of how grassroots marketing makes for media buys and the other advertising that we're doing more strategic. Now, advertising is clearly a different thing than PR. Are you suggesting maybe uh, that the PR is the grassroots piece? Yeah, I mean, if I could create it in a perfect linear scenario, I would say that most businesses, they need to start in terms of their brand, and they need to think about how do they grassroots get their brand out there. Then they need to think about the public relations side of it, and how do they get for organic media placements. And then after that, you're looking at your traditional marketing and your traditional advertising, and that all leads to the perfect sales funnel. And there you have that that progression that really does spell it out. You start with grassroots to build your brand, and then you reinforce it with paid advertising. Do I have that right? Absolutely. Is there ever a time when it's it's not appropriate to put a face on a brand? Yeah, I mean, certainly when you look at perhaps uh, com- companies that, Aren't at, that are more technical and interaction with the consumer base isn't as important to them, then this model isn't quite as effective. Now, there are certain scenarios where, in a, in a B2B case, that it would work because you're still doing branding within that industry, but that's on a case-by-case basis. So what we find in general is that this, is, this model is most effective with the B2C companies. Okay, so B2C, it tends to work better. Um, I want to, well, first of all, let me reset. We're visiting with Raul Davis. He's the CEO and founder of Ascendant Strategy, that website, www.ascendantstrategy.net. Does the size matter? Does the size of a company uh, affect at all your approach to uh, this brand building process that you engage in? It, it affects it greatly because the branding can be seen in two different ways. CEO branding for companies that are, let's say, 
100 million and under that are still on the grow and have a lot of room for growth. What we find with CEO branding is that it can make a tremendous impact in terms of our revenue, our ability to sell to the consumers. When you start talking about companies that are at half a billion dollars and up, branding becomes more about making sure that they keep their customer base and that bears and the image is there. So, for instance, if your company has had maybe some level of difficulty with consumer perspectives, then CEO branding is a great solution to rebuild the trust with that marketplace. Raul, what part does social media play in the tactical piece to all of this? Social media is extremely critical because a lot of times the Internet is one of the biggest places and it's becoming more and more of this case in terms of where you're getting exposure with the consumer. And so it's very important for a CEO to have articles online, to have exposure online. And a lot of times what we'll do with many of our clients is we'll even have the CEO have a personal website so that people can find out more information about the CEO than they typically would find just from a company bio. Sure. And that, again, helps with building the trust, and it also leads to many times speaking engagements, the media opportunities, because it, it shows how the CEO is newsworthy outside of just for business. Do you have any case studies or stories you'd like to tell where you came to a CEO or a business leader, uh, they didn't yet have this in place, you created it, and you saw results? Anything you'd like to share? Yeah, like, I, I, I certainly do. I have uh, one client who works in the financial industry, and for obvious reasons, I'm not going to mention names. Sure. Uh, but they, they worked in the financial industry, and they're working with self-directed IRAs and, and trying to get that more out in the marketplace of making people more aware. And what we did for them was we put them on a national church tour where we're able to begin interacting with the church community about stewardship. And so we took this idea of stewardship, which is obviously very important to the church community in terms of how successful the church is going to be, and we connected the message of self-directed IRAs to that and how them having self-directed IRAs could lead to them tithing better, it could lead to benefits for the church, it could lead to increased prosperity. And this person saw a tremendous increase in the value of her stock. It went up over 700% oh my in, a, in, a year, in a year and a half. And so we're, we're very proud of um, that specific case studies, and there's many more. But when I, when I think about a short, concise story, that's one of the most effective ones that I've seen. Oh, beautiful. Raul Davis, thanks so much. This, the company is Ascendant Strategy. That website is www.ascendantstrategy.net. Raul Davis has been visiting with us. We've been talking about branding as a CEO or business leader. Are, are you out there as a face for your company, Raul? And, and where uh, can we find you other than ascendantstrategy.net? Well, it, it's really interesting. One, one of the things in a company like this is that when you're working with CEOs and, and executives, it's very important for them to know that you are putting them first and that you're in, invested in them. And for that reason, we reel in, in it a bit in terms of put, putting it myself out there a great deal. I very rarely do interviews. It's one of the first ones I've done. And, and a lot of that, again, is because we always communicate to our clients that our service, our business is about making them better and that we're not leveraging them um, for our, our own benefit. 
Fair enough. That makes a lot of sense. So you're really the behind-the-scenes engine room to help them do what they need to do to celebritize and become the persona for their brand. Raul Davis, thanks so much for joining us on the program on E-Factor Radio. We wish you continued success at AscendantStrategy.net. Thank you. Thanks for listening to E-Factor Radio. Get more podcasts with your premium membership at eFactor.com. This podcast is a part of the C-Suite Radio Network. For more top business podcasts, visit c-suiteradio.com.